It is time to partner with Betfair and Preview Hyperion Stakes Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we are recording the 1-1, your West Australian racing podcast. It is uh, 12 noon on Thursday, the 10th of June. Pinjara Racing today, Belmont and Broome Wet. on Saturday. Wet. Wet. Wet, Belmont? Wet. Pinjara. Wet Pinjara today. Yeah. yeah soaking. Yeah. Drenched. Very observant of me, isn't it? Drenched. <laughs> There's rain outside. <laughs> Well, you, well, the the uh, the studio is in a bit of disarray, and there's some some tiles sort of protruding, oh. and you're uh, you're a bit worried about the structural damage some of the some of the rain has done recently, yeah, Terry. Nearly so. went through the balcony yesterday, BJ, and yeah. I just uh, potted out in the balcony to have me coffee. You know, <laughs> and I just think about today to come, think about uh, think about the investments I'd placed, the ones I'd regretted, and um, yeah, I just put a foot through the uh, the balcony, and uh, life flashed before my eyes. I thought episode seventy nine ought to have been our last one, <laughs> but don't, I'm here. Don't, don't things just get real loose in Perth when it rains? We just don't know how to handle rain, no, do we? Like it's, it's like the, the even as punters, the end of it's like the end of the earth when there's a drop of rain about. What about? Uh, I think Pete McCormick often picked on me a bit, and he was pretty accurate as well about my oh, it's raining on oh, the inside pad, the lane. Like I just get you just get like rain paranoia about lanes in racing. It's, it's and, even uh, even on the roads, don't you reckon? It's just as soon as oh, there's a bit yeah. of rain out on the road, I, it just everything just turns to Mate, shit. I often drive up to see. I drive up to see my mother once a week. It's about a forty minute, forty five minute drive during peak hour. If it's raining, it takes about three and a half hours yeah. to get up there. So, yeah, yeah no, not, not a big fan. But it's, it's, it, it is – there is something therapeutic just about a nice storm, though, isn't there, BJ? Mm, I suppose you could call it that. <laughs> <laughs> you could call it that. That's just your way of saying but no. <laughs> it's good for farmers, as they say. Yeah. Uh, Pinjara wet, soaking wet today. Yeah. Belmont and Broome on Saturday. I don't think it'll be wet in Broome, but it might be. Kalgoorlie and Port Hedland are in action oh, on man. Sunday. Uh, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meets Get Out Stakes competitions. And don't forget our new look, Champs and Challenges edition of the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind Competition. BJ. Lockie Taylor versus Fraser Hay. Fraser Hay. Stay tuned. Looking forward to it. And speaking of staying tuned, the Betfair Edge, SEN, Perth Racing Guru, Moles, Fitzner. How did uh, episode one of season two go off last week? Yeah, no, it went well. We, um, we're we back on. The new time is 3 o'clock uh, on uh, Friday afternoons, 3 to 4 p.m. That's Western Standard Time. Um, we will be on then. Uh, Dan Cripps is doing uh, – you'll get his – Best of the meeting uh, towards the end of the show as well, or maybe a couple. Depends how many he's got for the show. Uh, we'll have a new guest on every week, but uh, no, it's a good little project. Um, and where can we find SEN on the AM dial? Yes, AM dial. It is uh, six twenty-seven AM. Better confirm that. Might be six fifty-seven. Six fifty-seven AM. You're really selling. really selling. Yeah, this I, screw, I right? hadn't written anything down for this. Yeah. Uh, the best. The best part. Uh, the best way to get on is the uh, download the SEN app and Correct. listen directly through there. It's far clearer than trying to put the wireless onto a uh, 657 um but in the meantime as well the high the wild west because obviously Cripp is coming on and doing a little segment here we're going to just put the wild west uh on a little hiatus uh for for the next three weeks while you're while you're doing the bet yeah we got initially got a one month contract for the for the bet fair edge yeah. uh so we just decided it wasn't worth doubling up and, and doing the both of them but did, uh, did you- stuff will still be available um on on the edge and you'll obviously hear more dribble from me and uh 
Miles, did you feel up. like you were a bit overexposed with the with with the the one one the Wild West and the bet, yeah. the Betfair Edge? Was it yeah. just a little bit too much Guru out yeah, there? Yeah, just a bit. It's a bit too much. Yeah, it's it's funny because it's <laughs> yeah, it, it's it is a bit too. Yeah, basically that's the best way of putting it. It is a bit too much. It's it's too much for me. So I could only imagine it's too much for everybody else. <laughs> so um, yeah, now two mediums is uh, is plenty, especially with this one going for about six hours. And also, if you if you're just tuning into the preview edition of the one one, uh, make sure you check out our chat with Simon A. Miller. Yeah, he's uh, he's a good man, good. Simon. He's always a good character, good person, WA person, WA racing person to speak to, and had a fair bit to say, and has some uh, some key runners at Belmont on Hyperion Stakes Day this Saturday, June twelve. Terry. Yes, no, I always enjoy talking to Simon. He is a uh, a cracker, one of the great personalities of the game. You don't get too many just uh, bland old cliches from Simon. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he doesn't get his own podcast because he might blow us out the water. Uh, I would be cooked. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't yeah. even want to do this one because I just want to listen to his. To be honest, exactly. so, yeah, it'd be uh, <laughs> yeah, it'd be hard to beat. Um, but anyway, it's time to move on. Preview. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, it is why. Why is it, BJ? Such an early start. I wanted to ask you actually as well. We're a snap, crackle, and punt to steal a line from Richie Callender. Eleven uh, seventeen a.m. Wonder if that's is it because the footy's on over the road. I don't know. Is there footy on? Dockers uh, probably. Dockers playing oh, Gold Coast Suns for their twenty-seven supporters. I get. Yeah, I'm not sure. Oh, that's very odd. Anyway. Maybe maybe it's been getting a bit. I have noticed it's been that darker, but do, I still think Darren McCauley has been commenting when yeah. the Masters rolled around how dark it's been. So maybe they've brought it forward a touch. Yeah, the beacon. Mm. Yeah, very very early start, but um, look, weather wise, it's a really difficult one. Um, just having a uh, chat to Crip actually a little bit earlier on the blower, and uh, we were discussing what condition the track would be, and which we're really not sure because it's um, there's obviously meant to be up to twenty mils today, which is Thursday. Uh, tomorrow sort of says one to five, and then Saturday zero to two, zero to three. So yeah, we don't really know how much um, how much rain the track is going to get. I, I don't think it'll be too bad. Uh, eight meter pad. It was fifteen midweek, so we're not copying um, any. Well, it's not sloppy from the racing mm. midweek because there was a, a big gap there. But look, I think soft five, soft six, BJ. I thought the track was pretty decent yesterday. Yeah, I thought yeah. it played it played great. Horses made runs on the fence. Some leaders kicked and won. Uh, horses came right down the outside. It was um, yeah. I, I think um, more tempo, it, it's a really more good tempo than more tempo related, yeah. and it's a really good time to just um, not think too heavily. Belmont is playing really, really fairly. Um, I think we sometimes look at maybe an instant or two and, and forget that. Hang on, this track is playing brilliantly, and, and winners are coming from everywhere. And um, yeah, just just bet bet into that accordingly. Be mindful, though. It might chop up as the day goes, and we need to be wary um, about certain lanes, but um, no, just fair. Okay. Race one of the day is a tab touch West B Platinum Handicap over the 1,000 metres, just the seven runners to face the starter, 11.17 a.m. commencement, as Terry mentioned previously. Funny odd race to start the day, isn't it? Yeah, it is a funny old race to start the day. The market's done a few funny things, I think. I feel like since I last looked at it, too. Fiery water. Better, better refresh to see where we're yeah, at. Yeah, fiery, fiery water. Fiery water is uh, is currently your your market elect. I think I I don't think I know I had fiery water as my um Where's that? I had it as my uh, outsider. I'm on the I'm on the sports bet app. That's uh I find that's one of the easy ones just to Order the prices, mm. and so I like to look at it. Where are you looking? I'm just looking at the. You're still at uh, McMahon, McManus odds. Brad Bet. Yeah, Brad had a little. Brad Bet is uh, at the moment number six. Express time is leading the market four dollars twenty, but it's a wide open. I think every runner is in single figures. Yeah, mm. uh, Brad's telling me he's had eleven masterclasses in a row now. He's up to so he's looking for number twelve, and I barely had a bet with him this morning. So 
I uh, I reckon he might have. Uh, well, he's agreed with me or my markets at least, so that means he must have done well. Obviously, but yeah, uh, yeah look uh, across the board, that that probably tells you a bit about the race. The fact that there's a few different favourites on a few different mediums, mm -hmm. but um, I've got fiery water. No chance whatsoever over the thousand meters, to be honest. I think this is a bit of a prep run. I think they've just dropped it back, um, given the run here. But you don't often see Pikey going on for a prep run. How, how could you be on it with confidence? Like it went, the best runs have been over 1400. But I mean, it was good win when it knocked off Bourne to try over 14 two, two ago, and that was just about the first horse beat at Pinjara the other day. I don't know. Have you, have you read anything as to why it performed so poorly? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, yeah, as I said, I, to me, it looks like they're just getting it back to Belmont, freshen yep. up, and they might have a 1,200-meter race. I, I'm sure they preferred this was over 1,200, but when you've got only the seven nominators over a 1,000, you think, well, we'll just go here. We'll just go this way, you know? Yep. Um, but, yeah, Fiery Water is a horse I think that needs further. So it's it's a race. It's it's a lot. Of, it's very easy to knock horses. City yeah. Circle's uh, none for 10 or 11 at Belmont. Never... Uh, ran any real races in the wet either. But in saying that, while the numbers look really bad for City Circle, if you go back to um, to her run um, 14 days ago, I think Lactar just kept a real strong hold of her for half the straight. It was very odd. Mm. Um, and she's been beaten one and a half comes a time at Belmont on a soft six. Um, and it was a really nice run. Devoted star second who's, yeah. like, who's a fancy later in the day. Exactly well. right. So it was a really nice run. But again, it's, it's hard to come at a horse that deep into a prep um, who has the such – ordinary numbers at the track and uh and on rain affected um it's just yeah it's a race full of nonnies mm. um snippy miss and better and bell snippy miss is flying i actually think it's, it's in close to career best form but um back to the thousand meters for a nonny like just can't have it i mean to me the only horse i can back here and and that's that's express time yeah me too um, i thought uh Thousand meter horses for thousand meter races, and yeah. Express Time is uh, eight starts for three wins a second and two thirds um, over the one thousand meters. And on the uh, on the quick backup after being a twelve dollar chance in the Amasinas comes a time Reign of Terror race last Saturday. Yeah, gone early, which was my only concern there, really. But did I guess did fight on well enough to only be beaten two point eight lengths Amasinas, who is clearly a horse on the rise. But um, I think the key thing here is um Elite, i never yeah. like the sprinters um on the seven day back up second up either that's that's always a concern there's a lot of concerns you for me but it's, mm. the only, it's the only horse i can find but they're the late yeah express time should cross find the rail run them along um loves the slot best runs are, are in the best couple of runs have been on the um on the wetter surfaces i remember and, um, on a uh, rain affected at ascot last prep when he whacked cocky joy by yep. over four lengths that, um so inside it, pad was off that day uh, she that she off. sorry express time yeah. she if she turns up uh, in that kind of form on the on the run affected on Saturday, she's going to be hard to catch out in front. Yeah, she will be, and she's going to be chased by uh, chased by a bunch of nonnies. So mm. yeah, she makes the most sense to me, and uh, she's the only horse that I will be considering backing here because um, you remember my mid year resolution, BJ. Stop no. backing nonnies. No more nonnies. No more not. No more nonnies. No more nonnies. Far better. Mm. No more nonnies. So um, yeah, I uh, express time for me, and um, look the four eighty. Who were you referring to? Who was I referring to when? When you when you were like no more nonnies, what horse were you talking about? Because it almost won, didn't it? Which one? Or did it? Well, win? almost. That's the key thing about nonnies, yeah, aren't that's they? That's true. That is that is. The I remember key when thing. this the horse loomed up, and I, the first thing that came to me, my oh, head playing was, red, was no more nonnies. Playing red. No, it was. Yeah, loomed up alongside no dust for me. No, it was. It was that was the that was, it was following that discussion. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll okay, remember. It'll it. come back to you. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, I'm just, we'll try and avoid the non. His express time is three from 10. Leads, loves the wet. Uh, any type of improvement in that first up run will be very hard to get past just, just, 1,000. And I think just run them along, Brad, and um, make them. Just keep it simple. Yeah, keep them simple. Keep it simple. Shirt of Vital Blast uh, will be in the breeze. Bar shoes are on. So pretty confident they can shake off Vital Blast. Okay, race two. I'm 380, by the way, express time. So the oh. 480 is probably enough. But it's if you, I don't know, it feels a bit uh, I'm prettyish to me. Like yeah. if, I just, if I just stay out, there'll be big money for a, a horse like Snippy Miss or something. And you see, you see your best. I don't know. It, it's these are one of those markets. I genuinely think sometimes you can try and get the best price. You can try and um, do your do your markets as accurately as possible. You just can't predict how money will move in this type of event. So I think if I wake up or if i see big rain coming friday a bit more unexpected rain it's going to be a soft seven type thing i'll be i'll be locking in the 455 bucks pretty early because i think the money will come stronger the lower the track rating is um with with her record on the wet if it's if it's going to be closer to a soft five um you might be able to hold fire and, and back it late okay yeah i was thinking more like four 450 express time but uh but yeah happy to take the Listen to the guru, defer to the guru on this one. Race two is a free entry to Belmont Park Plate. It's great to see that they still got free entry going at mm. Belmont. Um, well, they don't have any ability to charge people there. So if you look at how you enter the just jump, if you, if you just look jump at that, honestly, if you look at how you enter, there's no real way to charge people because it's out in the open. You can't have any um yeah, anyway. That's yeah. speaking of jumping the fence, mm. uh, I think the listeners would probably like to know how your horse is material witness went around yeah. yesterday got loose in the preliminary actually in scary. the mounting yard i actually uh, was in the mounting yard um uh, talking to trainer luke fernie because new had brave oh we didn't touch on you had earlier no, we can touch on her surely but and then material witness reared up and dislodged william pike and then just made a beeline for the for the stalls and was very lucky to escape serious injury have you got an update for the listeners yes uh that was quite scary i couldn't make it out there unfortunately i was doing my my, my best um but couldn't make it out there but i was tuning in watch listening to uh to Brittany and scott uh, on Sky Thoroughbred Central and, and saw it all happen. And, um, yeah, it was a very scary moment seeing uh, seeing him take off like that. But, uh, no, he's he's pulled up a treat. They've grabbed him well. They do a great job um, down there and um, they're actually looking for a race next week. So incredible. that's, uh, yeah, incredible. When the, this, just listening to the, to the way that, uh, as I said, Scott and Brittany reacted, I felt that it was going to be – it didn't look good. It, no. it, it made me fear the worst type thing because um, he is a horse with massive problems. That's the second time he's been scratched at um, the gates or very close to the gates um, on race day. So he's a horse that um, definitely uh, has a few tricks. But, uh, no, he's fine. Good to go. From from my vantage point, it, it didn't look didn't look good at all. And uh, But, A, the horses escaped – um, injury free, and uh, the William Pike was fine, and the gate attendants who had to react when the horse charged towards them. No, no one got injured, so uh, everyone should buy themselves a lotto ticket, I think, because that that could have gone really nasty. So, but it was a terrific outcome for everyone involved, mm-hmm. um, and that was a yeah, it was a bit of a pre-race sort of uh, shockwave went through Belmont Park yesterday, and then because um, there was a few of us out there to cheer on New Had as she 
resumed from a spell in the 1-1 colours, led them up with underneath uh, apprentice Tyler Becker and boxed on bravely into third place, Terry. So hopefully that's a good stepping stone onto towards the remainder of her campaign. Yeah, I think so. The, the way the race was run, um, she half led, half didn't. There's just nothing worse, mm. I, I think, when you're on a leader. So I think that we expected a few of the leaders to kick up, but she might have to take a sit. And, yeah, it was just a, it was a difficult, uh, probably just a difficult watch, I think, in that sense. But we saw enough to know that she's going to have a good campaign from here and um yeah i'm sure luke will map out a suitable option second up and let's hope we can notch our first winner be nice to the crew be nice to go around silks look good yeah thank you the, the, yeah, that's okay the uh it'd be nice to go around on a sad day so we can get uh the majority of the yeah. ownership out there to, to cheer her on but we'll leave that up to uh luke LK. kyle Fernie. Um, be nice to get it a win. Like, it'd be good if we could win just like a Winterbottom or something, you know, with the group. That'd be really yeah. good. So we'll leave that up to Luke. So, Fernie, hey? so Winterbottom for New Had. Yeah, it'd be nice. Railway to for Dig Deep. Yep. And what are we doing with Material Witness? Well, just just don't injure anyone. <laughs> yeah, just just get around safely. <laughs> Tell you what, Material Witness would have won that by three lengths yesterday. The, the way that race the was run, yeah, out, yeah. yeah, it was, um, yeah, a bit flattening in that sense. But very happy that uh, Material was pulled up well. Happy that New had uh, ran another brave race, and we got a good prep ahead and onwards and upwards. Very okay. good. Back to race two, the free entry to Belmont Park Plate for two year olds over fourteen hundred meters. There was a bit of a danger that this race might have been deleted actually early because there was low noms, but it's ended up with a um a field of eight however it's key to remember that the current favorite a stripe a strape a stripe uh went around at uh, belmont yesterday so if um so that remains to be seen whether daniel morton will will give her the quick backup in this race yeah it's makes it hard to discuss to yeah. be honest aj uh had a bit of a gut buster stripe hasn't been um it's been crueled by barrier draws in um, in her short career to date. Uh, but, yeah, can't comment until we know if she's going around. I suspect they'll scratch a two-year-old after a gut buster on a three-day backup. That seems like a bit of an ask. Um, the race should be between, if she does come out, guard mm -hmm. the safe and Desengo. I really believe with the stronger jockey, Joey has a party going on guard the safe, a young horse who I think just needed um, – yeah, just, just a stronger jockey last start. Boy, would have got the chocolates over Bandolier a bow. Uh, I think Guard the Safe gets the job done. If you watch uh, his trials leading up to that, they were just – they were huge, absolutely mm. huge. And he actually jumps pretty well too. So in a race devoid of speed, um, like any of these could lead really. Any, anything could land forward. Yeah, it's I'm a funny not, one, isn't it? Yeah. I wasn't too perturbed about going deep into a map. It was more just about who I thought was suited. And I think it's Guard the Safe first to Sengo. I've marked this race without a strapey, so you can't, I can't bet yet until it comes out. But I've got guard the safe 280 to Sengo 350. Okay. Um, and they're the only two winning chances I've got. If they show real aggression with Bandolier or Bow to lead, I give it a chance. Um, but that's that's the only way that there could be an upset from those two, I think. Needs time. It was good last start as well. Quickest last two and four of the race. But got did, home. Did a lot wrong, didn't it? Got home alongside uh, Crowned Princess, who's in this race and's had a million chances and wasn't necessarily much of a better run than Crowned Princess. Mm -hmm. And that horse isn't much chop. So two-horse race, if a strapey comes out, guard the safe to Sengo. Guard the safe for me. Okay. Uh, a strape, a strape. Uh, if it goes around, I think um, I think it's got a bit on these from a class point of view. But do you want uh, to back a two-year-old off a gut buster on three days? Not really, but um, we'll see. We'll see what Dan Morton has in store. I know there's a two-year-old mile midweeker perhaps coming up that they might scratch and go to that instead. If a strape does come out, 
I think it's between Desengo and Guard the Safe as well. I'm going to take on Terry. I think I saw enough from Desengo that uh, this fellow can improve further. Third up, thought that uh, he got, sort of went back and covered a lot of ground on the turn and worked to the line as as well as uh, Bandolero Bow and Guard the Safe last start, I think, with further uh, race day experience and from a nice low draw in a race that shouldn't be high pressure, I think Desengo can edge Guard the Safe in a photo. In a photo. Yeah. We're going to get Jay Arda to do his best work later and um, call him into action. Yeah, hope, um, hopefully the mirror's working. Yeah, hopefully. Very, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Uh, yeah, no, look, just a, a race that we can't really discuss anymore until we know if um, Danny Morton's runner is in or out. Uh, race number three. I found this to be the trickiest race of the day. Um, Dream Horse in cinemas. Have you seen... Have you seen Dream Horse? What's, Dream Horse? Not, what's going I have on with Dream Horse? I've Dream Horse. My, what's, father, what's my father has seen Dream Horse. Is he, does he star in it? Or? Uh, he went along with my eldest sister, Sharon, and he has been ringing me up every day since, uh, asking me why I haven't gone to watch Dream Horse yet. He's a huge rap on it. Dream Alliance is an unlikely racehorse bred by small-town Welsh bartender Jan Vokes. Okay. What are we? What are we? I really like to see a Rotten Tomatoes type rating. They're told that's the that place to go. Is it a – let's see – Oh, 100%. Oh, fresh. Oh, there we go. 100% fresh. Dream horse. I maybe need an outing to the I think that might be Bernie Ryan's ratings there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, I've never I've never heard him so enthusiastic after a uh, trip to the cinemas. Not since we went to a Braveheart a long, long time mm. ago, Terry. Has he been this keen on a movie? So Bernie Cups Ryan, he gave it uh, plenty of licks of the chock top, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dearie me. All right, the Dream Horse in Cinema's Handicap, 1,400 metres, 62 plus. Um, Things don't get any easier here, do nah, they? No, I told you before we started, I'm a real, oh. real back-end-of-the-card type person in regards to what I'm looking forward to, to having a bet on. Um, but I remember probably sitting here at the same time last week and saying to you, um, really unenthused about the card at this point in time. And, <laughs> Shol- uh, and it was Shoulder all, arms. <laughs> and it was, yeah, I was shouldering arms. And then next thing you know, Betfair just goes, hang on, and they go, hang on, hold my beer, I'm going to back uh, Mrs. Brown's boy into yeah. uh, into three bucks. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll play. Uh, this Neurologic, Marty Allen, Keshaw Duran, the first of a couple of uh, Marty Allen, Keshaw Duran's on the minimum. We're probably going to see jump and run and roll along. Um, probably not what they want to see with, with Sun Sun, I'd suggest, that uh, that particular entrance into the race. It probably means Sun Sun at best can breeze um, on and then, Neurologic. Then, and then you don't really know what they're doing with I'm Eugene. Yeah, then you get I'm Eugene and even Miss Ivy League is showing mm. some speed in, in its career. Yeah. Um, look, I, I don't know what Adam will be thinking re Sun Sun. I know I have heard him say, and she's got to you as well. Sorry, yeah. it's got a lot of early speed. When it did jumps, miss it. Yeah. Yes, did miss a kick last week. Um, but I um, I know that he thinks, uh, I heard him say, the quicker the better with Sun Sun because it can say, sustain a good run. Uh, Might have put last week's lost down to the fact it was the kickback on a good tempo. Yeah. There's probably excuses there um, with Sun Sun in that sense, but he's also run some good races settling rearwards. So um, I don't think there'll be a change of tactics in going back, but looking at this speed map, it might be a good opportunity to um, to have a go and, and ride him a little bit colder. I'm, I'm not too sure. But look, from the map, it's hard to come at Sun Sun with too much enthusiasm, but it wouldn't surprise me if it wins. And then you've got the Spruker. Can he win again? Um, beat Timely Outburst, who ran second to Graceful Girl. A really good second to Graceful Girl, too, and that form obviously looks wonderful. Map's really nice. Uh, she's God to you. It was really nice again behind Graceful Girl. Billy ain't silly. Previous run, huge. Uh, probably a bigger run 
than the spruker that day. Um, I think Shita Chama was in the race as well. She came out yep. and uh, ran second last that day. Exactly. And then before that, obviously, knocked off Fanta and um, uh, and was super when leading throughout for Natasha Faithful. So uh, they're the three sort of uh, proven runners who have got the runs on the board on a Saturday. And then they're going to be taking on Jedi Mind, mm. who um, comes out of a really strong maiden and class one victory. So, look, I, I don't really have a strong opinion here. All I know is that Jedi Mind, uh, I think, has been the target of early support. Um, the one thing I'll say with Jed I Mind. Oh no, not too much early support, sorry. Not sure where I was looking before. Um I think you were you were predicting support for Jedi I Mind. I was yeah. predicting support for Jedi Mind. The one thing is it's it's beaten nothing. Um the the three or four horses behind Jedi Mind in the maiden and class one haven't yet gone on to Frank the Form. Allegiance goes around today, but that's a weak maiden. That doesn't mean much if it does come out and win that. Um yeah, I I really am not sure, BJ. She's got to you, the Spruker, map nicely. Maybe they're the two I'm looking at. But Big money for Ghosty Walks last Saturday. Did you end up starting almost equal favourite with Brooklyn Pier? Yeah. Which was, that's, inter- which was another interesting money mover, wasn't it? That's, yeah, wild money, wild money at the 1,000. So Ghosty Walks won first up at the 1,000 metres. It could not have been gifted. Yeah. Um, a race more so. It, it sat on the back of Maiden Winner Crypto Queen, who had just got past. It had sat in back black three deep, no cover outside of it, and the favourite, no white flag, missed it, was back last. It just, it was just a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, it went up into a race which was panels hard. I only got two and a half kilos uh, weight relief, and yeah, the money, the money came, and just never in the race. Mm. So very odd move, but uh, no, I've got, I just, I got no interest. It's one of the, the probably the the races I've had the least interest in uh, from a betting point of view um, that I can remember. Yeah, I in the leg up, I just, I went ended up siding with the Spruker. I uh, I wasn't expecting him to perform as well as he did first up. He got the gun run for Sean McGrady, but what I liked is that. When Sean angled outside, uh, timely outburst heels and let him go, geez, he was strong late. Even his last 200 was, I think, the 11th or 12th best of the day. And it was a very fast race and the track was was pretty pretty quick on the day. But it was a very fast race for for um, for a three-year-old handicap. And um, really, and all the form behind him has, has stood up and I just thought, oh, hang on, this, this, horse, is, this horse might be a bit better than, than I think. And... From gate two, he's going to get a similarly soft map on Saturday. He hasn't really done a lot wrong in his career today. If you go through his form, he's been really consistent, really honest. He's obviously progressed. Doesn't tell many lies, does he? No, it doesn't. And he's obviously, but he's called the Spruker though, so that's interesting. Uh, he he's going to uh, Steve Wolf's going good. He had a couple of placings yesterday, sort of picking off a winner here and there. He's uh, migrating his team from the majority of his team from Albany to Ascot for the winter months, as he often does. So the Spruker, nice, nice enough horse. I think he's just going to get the nice, r- lovely run. Suntan I was a bit disappointed with the other day. She's got to you was really good in a good race last Saturday, but missed the kick and I'm not sure where it's going to get in running. Jedi Mind's going to get back and, and run on, but can he can he get over the top of the Spruker? Not too sure. I think this is this is Spruker's as good a chance as any, and he's probably going to be the one that wobbles in the market. So that's exactly what I was going to say. I'm going to back the wobbler. Yeah. Um, out of the four, I think there's four winning chances with Sun Sun. She's got to you, the Spruker. And Jedi Mind, I'm going to be pretty happy um, backing a drifter here without uh, without any real issues, but uh, not a race we'll get too stuck into, BJ. Yeah. And then last start uh, before a spell on Boxing Dad Ascot, the Spruker pushed a horse called La Farola in a three-odd race 
over over 1400 and La Farola looked like being a, a potential Oaks filly before she got in, injured in the autumn. So I think maybe the Spruik is just one that's on the rise. So I think Ike might be able to do it again. Yep. Race four is the Western Race Picks Handicap. Simon Merritt and his team at Western Race Picks, they do a very good job on looking at some of the, the uh, Western Race Picks stuff on the, on the Who's wall. Who's in that? Which horse? Uh, dig Deep and uh. two-year-old of the year, Tin Snip, mm. uh, fighting out the finish of the Caracatta Plate and they fought out the finish of the WA horse, uh, two-year-old of the year that year as well. And um, But, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> Western Race Picks, they do a tremendous job covering uh, yeah. uh, from uh, all the way from, from Broome all the way down to the uh, to Bunbury, and they do a tremendous, tremendous job. Simon Merritt and his team, and they sponsor Race 4 of the Day, Guru. Yes, Race 4 of the Day. Um, this was a really nice race to, uh, to to map because it was a really uh, simple little map, BJ. Uh, Zephyr just Queen. A, just a simple little map. I thought it was. Simple. Zephyr Queen on top, Recharger Breeze. Yep. How did you go? Similar? Yeah. And then I had a couple of potential roadblocks in yeah, cor- Cornflower of, and Beffenjar maybe kicking of, up. A couple of RBs, a mm. couple of blocks of road. Mm. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, it looks a, a great map for Zephyr Queen. Uh, big note I've just got with Zephyr Queen is trust. How much do we trust Zephyr Queen? Was gone a long way from home last start. Came back to run third. When I looked at the placings, I was just in, I was in shock almost. What what shocked me? Sat outside Sun Sun, did beat, all the work, beat Sun Sun, and it came off, came two lengths off Sun Sun on a straightening and beat at home. You have to respect that that run, and you have to respect the run and beat the bro who sat deep in a race. Yeah. They went about six seven lengths quicker than bench to the turn and um and, and boxed on like they did. Uh, the Billy Ray form we need we probably need to some time to assess if that's going to be a good form line. But but Billy Ray got it soft um, peeled out, and from that situation, Pike he was always going to run the quickest last two hundred and, and and win the race. Um, but look for, for me, Zephyr Queen gets it nice and softly out on top, and as I said, recharger. To the breeze, um, I, I went back through Beat the Bro and you try and figure out if a horse is a nonny or if it's just been a bit stiff mm-hmm. on various occasions. Oh, that was the horse. Or was it Beat the Bro? It was, it was, no, it was the other one. Tiff Spoken. Tiff Spoken. Yeah, which one last week? Which one yeah. last week? That was the, yeah. that was the, the horse who, who we framed the No More Nonnies conversation around. Yeah. It, got, it got up and won. Yeah, well. Yeah, not much to say to that really. Yeah, Tiff has spoken. It was, it was a good win too, actually. Yeah. A little bit of money around for Tiffany. Yeah, and well uh, written by Alan Kennedy as well. Just that forward momentum, you know. Yeah. Like, and got got try for us on on the hop and got, uh, pinched a break and held on. So yeah, so no, no longer a nonny? Yeah, yeah, one by a lip. Yeah. It was, it was trying to lose, I think. Mm, I think okay. it was trying to lose late there. So, But I don't, I don't think Beat the Bro is a nonny. I think Beat the Bro has been stiff several occasions uh, through his career. Like in our mind, I don't know about – in our minds, I'm just going. Our minds are connected. Yeah. Uh, in in a lot of people's minds, uh, I think you want beat the bro out and rolling and, and being. Um, you almost don't mind beat the bro being deep, but I think it's just because he's put in big runs doing so. That's not necessarily the best way he's ridden. Um, some of his best runs have been from inside alleys, landing a little bit closer. He doesn't have to jump too too far off them. Uh, as you said, the roadblocks in front of him are a bit of a concern. But um, look, I think beat the bro is, is low flying, going better than all of these comfortably, and should be really really hard to beat with normal luck and the long Belmont straight in running um a lot of respect and a lot of a lot of probably um 
just 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 a, a general respect for Zephyr Queen and how good she is when she finds a suitable map on a wet track. Uh, if they've got her back anywhere near her best and she can repeat that run um, from a fortnight ago, she's just naturally going to be really hard to get past yep. um, on a wet track. And as you said, with a couple of slow ones parked on her back. Um, and the, the third chance, I think, in this race is, is the one the market will probably forget, and that's Recharger. Yeah, I was um, just about to say that. Yeah, I've marked Recharge a significantly shorter than the current $26, $27 mark. Uh, first up, trial was really, really good. Um, Sean O'Donnell didn't really ask for a huge effort. Uh, in that trial was OBH, Native Chimes, who won yesterday. Ghosts Walks, who won first. Ghost Who Walks, who won first up. Speed Drome has put into a really nice one since coming back. Um, recharges a horse who goes better on the wet tracks. Usually ridden by Steve Pan and Peter Nucky. I, I like Maddie going on a horse that can roll forward and she can just sort of let it do its thing in the breeze and, and box on. Poor old Pete Nucky was like four and five deep, no cover the entire yeah, the other day. Beaten seven or eight lengths, but yeah. that that doesn't matter. You can put a line through that. And yeah. he actually like he actually travelled pretty well around the turn into it. He just he just had a stitch as he was more than entitled to do. So yeah. so um don't know if he'll have I don't know if Recharger as an eight-year-old has the ability to land in the breeze and and win a race of this nature, but um, yeah, there's some there's some thin ones uh, there's some thin ones behind him, so I'll be definitely having something on at near that thirty-dollar mark. But um, beat the bro for me, BJ looks your winner. I just I've marked him three bucks. I just I just want three fifty to play. Okay, I agree. Beat the bro looks his looks his race for sure. What are we doing with these two Peters horses? Uh, I see that William Pike is opting to ride Secret Statue, who's a get-back run-on, jury-out type horse. We'll find out a bit more about think, him. The thing is, I don't think the jury's out. The Secret Statue is just – and bro, they're just that. This is how good they are. Just because they're wearing the pink and white, uh, this is just how good they are. Well, they've like, only had seven starts, so – Yeah, they can continue to improve. I mean, Secret Statue last start made its run with Brother Paddy, bless its little heart, who um, – and had every right to to be to be popping past Brother Paddy then. Like I don't think Secret Touch is an impossibility because no. from Barrier Seven, I think Pike could ride an absolute gem and beat the broker, get some bad luck from the inside alley. Um coming into Barrier One, beat the bro with the scratching of Yulong Earth. So um I, I don't think it's an impossibility, but I I think the market's gonna continue to and one thing we love to do and I love to do is to pick up on Bob. Peter's runners who I don't think are as good as the market often thinks, basically. Mm. We, we, found, we found that with Celebrity Man its first three runs. It started incredibly short odds three times in a row for a horse that really hadn't shown all that much in trials. So Secret Statue, do you know the one, the one reason it continues to start probably thinner than it should? That maiden win. Remember Wicklow Princess kicked clear after doing all the work? Yeah. If you just go back through that, analyse that maiden win, analyse what it beat, analyse the horses that ran third, fourth and fifth who were actually running on and, and running not as good a last twos and fours, but they were running reasonable last two fours as well. It It's aesthetically made to look a lot better than it actually was. So I thought um, he was pretty good behind Vane Tempest first up. Huge, yeah. yeah. So but, like, uh, that's when I thought it might have been a, here we go, we're, we're I turning, didn't think, we're I thought turning the, the other day it wasn't too bad. It was wide, had to, had to make a sustained run. Brother Paddy had to make a sustained run, had the back, no. of, brother, had the back of Brother Paddy. No, it didn't. Didn't it? No. Brother Paddy... Which did not inch, popped not, out not, at not about in, the seven. Popped brother, out brother Paddy was bar, about barrier three. Brother, brother Paddy was like one one basically, and Secret Statue had to make. But, a, we're going to get a replay up now. But, can, but I, I, Secret Statue had to make a, a longer run uh, down through. Look, I'm not tipping Secret Statue. I think this is the race for for beat the bro. But if there's a horse that's going to knock off beat the bro, especially with building momentum, working through their gears late, it's Secret Statue or maybe a horse like Blow Me Out down on the minimum with the blinkers on. I think the the big thing is. As well, it's sort of analysing um, 
how much better that form is than this form. So yeah. you're getting – so Secret Statue does drop three kilos on that race. And I actually think Brother Paddy's not a bad little horse. Mm. Um, New Amsterdam ran just behind them. Count the Sessions, Roy Rogers won. I think that's a nice horse too. So um, it may be that this isn't that big a step up in grade for those three kilos. So, um, But what, what, what price are you, Secret Statue? I was – 360 beat the bro and i was 550 secret statue yeah yeah Yeah. so i'm i'm closer to eight bucks i'm not definitely not saying it can't win the race but it's sort of it's now 450 at the moment type thing so that's that situation where it's going to start under there's there's some value elsewhere um blow me out i can't have it all yet bj until i see a little bit more just been too disappointing for me um chrissy parnham obviously will be riding for bob uh when the opportunities arise but you would have thought if, if you thought blow me out was going to hit the heights we thought it might have hit she's been disappointing she, yeah she has been the blinkers going on and the good the good draw the low weight she's really well placed by brett pope here i like the i like the placement but um, i thought chris gave her a 10 out of 10 last start and she just really didn't let down as as you would like so we need to see more from her and holy ghost comes out of a 72 plus as a 64 raider being beaten 2.7 chan talk which is clearly the best form for this race but um yeah just the query is again he's going to be back dead last and he's he's been up longer than um someone that's been up a really long time yeah and he's only won the one from 19 so he's, he's heading into that territory isn't he um <laughs> beat the bro for me if he's going to get swamped for any reason i reckon it'll be secret statue all right Okay, it's now time for the Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind, revamped Mastermind competition, BJ. Thanks, Terry. That is correct. The Mundaring, it's been the heart of the hills since 1899, located up on Jacoby Street in Mundaring. If you were in the neighbourhood up there, uh, up in the in the hills, drop in. See the publican, Ian Butchie O'Connor. Say good day. Let him know you're a 1-1 listener. He's uh, up and about at the moment with... Um, with the northern meetings on, he's getting some racing folk coming uh, coming in on the way back. Yeah. So he's very happy with uh, the work we've been doing here, promoting the Mundaring. And there's uh, definitely some racing flavour going on up there. But we've had two weeks now of our new styled mastermind live, um, Champs and Challenges edition of the mastermind. Mm-hmm. Lockie Taylor, Brittany Taylor faced off in week one, and Lockie got the result. And last week he made it two on the bounce, defeating Deccan Chambry three zip. Blew him off the court in uh, in, in last week's uh, Racking to a Stakes themed mastermind. Since then, as a result of that, we've had a listener and a past previous mastermind winner, Fraser Hay, threw down the gauntlet in uh, on Twitter, saying that he would like to come on and challenge Lockie. And uh, then you just happened to randomly bump into him at the footy on Sunday, Terry. Did we did uh, bumped into to Fraser on the way to the Dockers game, um, and uh, he saw the he saw the lid. He had, gave me a little ping for uh, for Bright Diamond not being able to let down and get past Comfort Me, and um, he went on to tell me he's a Gold Coast supporter. So uh, unique man, I'll tell you what, Fraser Hay. Fraser Hay. Yeah. All right, so we've got Lockie Taylor versus Fraser Hay. Let's welcome them both to the one one, shall we? Lockie, welcome back, champion, going for three in a row. What are your confidence levels like, mate? Hello, boys. Um, not very confident at all, really, but we'll we'll see how we go. And uh, Fraser, Fraser, the challenger, hey, the challenger. <laughs> Are you ready, <laughs> Fraser? Welcome to the show, mate, and thanks for contributing to the one-one. Good day, lads. Thanks for having me on. Now, lads, uh, we've got a couple of uh, you guys know each other as well. A couple of uh, Trinity College boys. Uh, is that correct? Correct. That, that is correct. 
All right, has it been? Uh, is there, uh, you've known you've been coming on. Has it been a little bit of a uh, little bit of chatter during the week? Any uh, any rivalry? Any uh, little bit of banter? Not a lot of banter. Is there? No, not not really. Fraser's dad yeah. used to be my year eight science teacher. He was a, a great man. Yeah. Is that right? No, no banter on my end. He taught you how to use the Bunsen burner, did he? Like, <laughs> yeah, he honestly did. <laughs> Big Al, he did. <laughs> Oh, very good, Terry. It should be Mr. Haiti. Right? <laughs> Mr. Haiti. Yeah. No, should be should be Sir, shouldn't it? Yeah, it should, sir. Be, should be Sir. Uh, very good. All right. So we've got uh, we've got Lockie and Fraser facing off. Uh, hopefully, you've listened to the last couple, Fraser, so you know the drill. Your names are your buzzers, and hopefully, you've done a, a bit of homework on uh, this week's feature event. I told Fraser, I did tell Fraser to do his homework on the Hyperion on uh, on Sunday. So I uh, I hope he has. I'm backing him in, by the way. Okay. Yeah, I've taken the two dollars. <laughs> Thirty. It's a dollar. It's a dollar sixty-five. L Taylor. Yeah. Two dollars thirty, which might seem thin, uh, thin for yeah. FA, but I'm um, having a little bit on FA. First up. Yeah. I wouldn't say just wins. <laughs> I wouldn't say just. I've, I've been taught not to say just wins, and it's actually been retired. I've actually never <laughs> using the saying just wins ever again. Uh, before we go any further, uh, Fraser, you were a part, previous mastermind winner. Did you enjoy your time up at the Mundaring? I haven't actually had an opportunity to get up there yet. So I'm hoping Come to, um, that hasn't gone as BJ had planned. <laughs> <laughs> possibly had to tell you and uh, make it quite a big one, I think. Yeah, two yeah, two vouchers, up. maybe. Yeah. I am looking forward to uh, it, though. Yes, Heart of the Hills since 1899. I think we should get this Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind off and running for our Hyperion Stakes Day edition. Lockie, Fraser, just another reminder that your names are your buzzers. Terry, ears on. Ears are on. You are the judge for this week's edition. Here we go. Question one. The first four across the line in the 2018 Hyperion Stakes was as follows. Material Man. Great Shot, Poonamu, and Gatting. Which of these did not win a Group 1? Lockie. Lockie? Poonamu. Ah. Eh. He oh, did. Kingston, one of the Kingston Town. He did. Knocked off. Uh, Hang on. Fraser, Fraser, yeah, Fraser, with the, Fraser with the steel. Fraser, you got a free hit. You got a one in three chance. What were the other three? What were the other three, BJ? So the two, material Man, Great Shot, Poonamu, and Gatting. Which of these did not win a group one? Um, I'm going to say great shot. Oh, <laughs> no. No, why am I taking <laughs> oh. the 2.30? This is the worst bet I've ever placed in my life. Oh, dearie me. Oh, dear. We should have written more questions. This could be a long old... Uh, this could be that, was, that, was a good, that was a tough question, though. The, 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 correct response, like the correct response was material man. He never won a group one, did he? Uh, won, yeah. a, won a Perth Cup, which was a group two at the time. Question number two, fellas. Name the horse who defeated the Velvet King in last year's Hyperion. Frankie. Uh, Fraser. Uh, <laughs> perfect jewel. Perfect jewel. Correct. Very good. And you couldn't tell that I'd have vested interest. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think he just got his lid in front. Um, a bit like Ella Feller yeah, in the last one, yesterday. That one did hurt me. I wasn't going to forget that one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yes. oh dear. Yes. Yeah, I've heard a few people that one, I think. Uh, all right, one nil to F. Hay. Okay. Name the last horse to record two Hyperion Stakes victories. Lucky. Yep. 
Oh, I like oh, that. I like that. That, was my own, that was the only question I put in there. That was Terry's contribution. Uh, yeah, that, that's the main reason I want to win the High Pyramid Dig Dave. I just something about Marasco was always one of my favourite horses. Oh, he, a, was, he was he was so he was the best. I want to actually I want to go and watch some Marasco replays. Yeah, after remember the up. time? I think it was uh, might have been his maiden winner, his class one. He actually ran through the running yeah. run just about picked himself up and then went on to win by panels. Who was the jockey? Paul Harvey, Link Robertson. Oh, it was was yep. it the missing? Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So what's the score? One one. One one. Yeah. Ding dong. Okay, who rode Gatting to win the 2019 Hyperion? Fraser, Lockie. Fraser. Lee Newman. Oh, two Fraser, one Lockie. One more to win, Fraser. You can tell Fraser's done his recent homework. <laughs> yeah. Okay, multi-choice. Which of these railway stakes champs did not win the Hyperion? Scales of Justice, Galaxy Star, or Lucky Grey? Right, Razor. Razor. Here it is for the win. <laughs> I'm fairly certain it was Galaxy Star, and she ran second, and that hurt me as well. Razor <laughs> is our new mastermind, Mundaring Hotel, WA Racing mastermind, three to one. Terry, what a boil How over. Is, how's that happened, though, after you've gone with great shot, not winning a group one? How, how's that happened? Hey. How, how's he come from the clouds to win from there? Obviously, he gave himself a bit of a pep He might have been betting live. I reckon he was trading about six to one after he yeah, that one. Yeah, on the yeah, exchange. Yeah, he was out the absolute door on the Betfair exchange. On the bet. smarter, not harder. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lockie, first of all, great job at being the uh, the champ for uh, for two weeks. Uh, you're off to a fly. You're, uh, you got the longest streak to date, I guess. That's something to to hang your hat on. But uh, no, we, we, we thoroughly appreciate it. If we can't knock Fraser off again in uh, in a in a few weeks' time, we might have to look at getting you back on. But, uh, <laughs> it's no, just well, always, well always, always good to have Lockie Taylor on the phone, isn't it? It is. Hey, yeah, there's something, refresh, there's something yeah. refreshing about there, isn't it? So no, thanks, Lockie. You're you're a champ, and uh, uh, now we pass the baton over to Fraser Hay. He's our new Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Congratulations, Fraser. Cheers, guys, and uh, congratulations, Lockie. Good battle. No worries. Right there. <laughs> no worries, mate. Well done. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of salt in that, isn't there? Yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> Fraser, Fraser will have to be uh, welcoming you back next week when you take on a to-be-determined challenger. So you are the champ. The mon- You are the mastermind, Fraser. Congratulations. All right. Thanks very much, lads. Thanks, Lockie. Thanks, Fraser. Talk to you next week, Thanks, Fraser. lads. Yeah, boys. Yeah, boys. And that $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel will be in the mail to Fraser Hay during the week. Fraser, the new champ, Guru? The new champ, Fraser Hay, got me uh, very concerned. Early doors, BJ, with the other uh, great shot answer. One of uh, the more memorable group ones. Who did great shot beat? By a lip. Blackheart Bar. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be a mastermind week after week, I reckon. Undefeated, 20 on the bounce. Yeah, I remember I was on Blackheart Bar that day, Lun- yeah. lunging late. I defi- All I know is I definitely wasn't on great shot that day. It's <laughs> one thing I can just – but it's one of those wins. That That is one of those wins that yeah. I um, – you'd never, ever begrudge. Uh, it was the Craig staples Reese radford combo, probably the, probably a highlight in both their racing careers, I'd suggest. Oof. What about Reese radford lately? He's flying. Isn't he? He's actually. He's actually. You'd say low flying. Yeah, humming. Dead he's, uh, he's dead set humming. Um, if he but- was a bird, he'd be a – Hummingbird, would it? Yeah, <laughs> it would be. Fraser Hay is a Gold Coast supporter. Yeah. So he, he wouldn't get to taste victory too often, no, but he certainly did today in the Mundaring Hotel. Big fan of Stewie G. Big fan? Big fan of Stewie G, yeah. Okay. Just like the way he goes about things. Yeah. So, yeah. Got yeah. a bit of a soft spot for the Suns. Do you reckon, do you reckon you'd. Or as, as Jared Healy would call him, the gold. <laughs>
<laughs> have you heard that? What does he call? Oh, I can't say it on. I can't oh say yes, it on yes. I, sorry, I've, yeah, I've heard Google that. Google Jared Healy Gold Coast Suns. Yes, um, yeah, that's got, just one of my favourite. He got a little bit tongue tied, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> I reckon. Watch that video for those that know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Watch Anthony Hudson before he <laughs> says it. I reckon he does it on purpose. Yeah, I reckon Hutto knows it's coming. They've had a little side bet. <laughs> Time I think about that, that does me. All right, so what All are right. we going to do for contestants? We're going to have to throw it out on Twitter. Yeah, like, oh, we, we need, well, we need yeah. to get people. We need to get people who who really believe that they are the mastermind. Yeah, yeah. I want to. We want to put up a. As I, was, I, I mentioned it earlier, like the uh, my end of year function where I get a lot of the the racing the racing community. <laughs> we get a lot of the WA racing team around. We have a bit of a go yeah. um, in in late November, early December. Uh, I think we have like a I'm I, an invite where it's it's food and drink put on for the day. <laughs> Um, pending how I'm going on the punt. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I reckon the longest streak for the year uh, can come along. Get them all. Yeah, we'll get them along. Get them all longest on. streak for the year can come along for a, a full Arvo day, night, morning, however long it goes for. Um, so that's like a little bonus prize. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's sort I of like, like it. a it's like a one one pod into year thing as well. All the yeah. guests will, will come along. Yeah, and, maybe we should get some more merch made up as well. And we yep. that could be part of the, the winners winners yeah. prize as well. It's a work in progress. Yes. In progress. Watch this space. Watch it. Swoosh, 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 swoosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, BJ, race five, the Glenroy Schaff, Breadbags McShaff handicap over the 1,200 metres. Uh, the one Metro win. He had a special yesterday, Breadbags McShaff, told us New South Wales 13 plus in the origin. Told us to get on. So I think they won by about 40. Oh, it, was ma- it was a massacre. Oh. Wasn't it 50 to 12 or something yeah, like no, that? Not, not what you want to see in Origin, isn't it? You want to see a nice tight contest. Yeah, well, I suppose if you're on the overs, though, you don't really yeah, care, well, do you? He knew. He so knows. Bread Mags, Bread Mags McShap, yeah. one of the um, characters of uh, WA Sporting Twitter? Is, is WA Sporting Twitter? Twitter? Are we giving Twitter? him that? Why not? WA Sporting. Just go to I reckon, Australian I reckon if you were today. amongst uh, like racing folk and you said, have you ever come across bread bags, McChaff on Twitter? Most, I reckon a high percentage of people would have come across some of his handiwork. That's for sure. Yeah, no, he's, um, yeah, well known. Yeah. Well known. It's good stuff at times. It <laughs> can, be, can get a little bit offensive. <laughs> anyway. Uh, BJ, very interesting speed map here. I wanted to uh, to dissect with you and get your thoughts. Um, the three horses who most will everyone will have settling in their first three are uh, oh, uh, Pooley. I'll start from the top. Pooley with the 62. Uh, Agent J and OBH mm-hmm. were both elected to claim. Uh, how have you mapped this race? I Pooley leading. Uh, OBH, outside leader, Agent J, leaders back, Regal, Magic, 1-1. Regal, Magic, 1-1. Yep. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like where you've jammed in Regal, Magic there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm very similar. I think they'll look to um, sit with O. Uh, Agent J. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll look at the map. Um, OBH and Pooley both won last start uh, leading, so I can't say either of them wanting to take a backward step. Um, the way OBH began really surprised me how – Sort of. What, what, about, uh, what about how held. nothing wanted to lead that race? Yeah, it was very because there were a couple of leaders. Yeah, Sea Wave led yesterday, yep. but in that race last night, just refused to yeah to take up the running, and uh, OBH sort of just scooted across, and everyone was just licking their lips in delight. Uh, Five fifty to three twenty, and mm. there was only one horse that wanted to go forward. Yep. So uh, we we knew we can say we that time, can't we? 
Yeah, team talent. We, we knew. Team talent uh, represent. On that occasion. But um, look, I, I think I actually had a little look at your leg up for this mm. race, BJ. I think you summarised it really well is that um, can OBH be the same horse from the breeze mm. rather than landing in front? And I don't know. Um, I don't know if you can. Um, I think it's going to be a, a tougher effort to win from the breeze in a harder race. And again, he was being chased by Sniffy Miss and Wednesday last start. And they're a couple of, uh, what are they? They're a couple of non-nons. Non-nons, yeah. yeah if they were that, they're a couple of Italian <laughs> grandmas. <laughs> non-nons. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Right? <laughs> uh, look, I, so I worry in that sense uh, how well he go from the breeze. He gets no weight relief either in a, in a far harder race. Um, Pule was good winning last start. Uh, it probably needs to be looked at that he only beat Apollo and then Bright Diamond obviously should have beat him who was disappointing um, last week. But um, it's funny with Mitch Pateman going on in the 62, you go, that's a lot of weight. Mm. But Mitchell Pateman is a heavy weight jockey and he's a probably – He's probably a more suited front-running jockey than maybe Sean O'Donnell would be. So um, I'm definitely not willing to put a line through Pooley. But if, if Lactar comes out and says, well, let's have a pop for the lead mm. early if we ping it here, Pooley can't withstand pressure from a horse like OBH and then probably give the kick required to win with the 62, I think. that That's the way I'm looking at it here. I'm So I, could they possibly bring them bring each other undone? Yes. Yeah. That's how I'm looking at okay. this race is that yeah. they might look out, they might be bringing each other undone and then you throw into the mix, well, hang on, what if Kesh and they do decide, well, we've got, let's try and... Let's try and lead here. What if what if what if Agent J jumps first and Agent J crosses Pule? Mm. And Pule we've found is, is an inferior horse when taking a sit. And I don't think you're winning with a sit with 62 either. So look, I at the current prices, Pule's $3.40. Um, I'm pretty happy taking on um Pule at that price. I'm definitely not saying that uh, he can't win. Yeah. Um, but I just think at the 340, that's a little bit thin. I think there was some to meet last time we went around, but probably not as much this time. Devoted Star is the runner. I can't believe it's $2.40 here. So Last time round, this is one of those big drifters I was talking about, BJ, and I made a big case for Devoted Star being a first-up specialist. Mm -hmm. Just puts in just, just a mammoth run basically every time. Uh, he, uh, she, sorry, goes around first up. She was fives out to $12. This is for Grant Nalana Williams, William Pike, Bob Peters runner. Was fives out to 12s and was was one of the runs of the day. You know, She often drops a bit, chases hard from home. She's one of those horses who... You're never going to feel comfortable in backing. And the fact that she's $2.40 here for a horse who traditionally puts in a shocker, absolute shocker. It's happened too many times now just to, to write it off or say, oh, maybe that's just a that's just coincidence. She puts in a shocker second up. If you if you take away her first up runs from her career, she's 12 starts for two, uh, two thirds. That's it. But you got a but for me. No, no. I was just oh. going to say also something that might not be in her, in her favor is this will – even though it's going to be a rain affected, to me this looks like a race that's going to be a genuine test of yep. the 1,200 metres. She'll be is, is chasing she, her. Is she, is she going to be able to – that's going to blunt her, her closing speed as far as I'm concerned. The other day she was able to come back. William Pike didn't move on her early. She was in a in her comfort zone at the back of the field, in a rhythm. It wasn't a high-pressure 1,000, and when she peeled and went bang, is she going to be able to um, – is she going to be able to produce a similar finishing burst up to 1,200 in a genuine test? I don't know. To, to, I, me, to me, she just seems like she's gonna she's gonna struggle to to make to peel that many lengths off horses like Pootley and OBH and Agent J. Yeah, I, I agree one hundred percent. I've got her closer to seven dollars. Mm -hmm. I, I am absolutely amazed that she is the current two dollars thirty, two dollars forty mark, especially after the drift we saw and and just knowing how she really. Um, 
does battle after her first up run. So it looks a great betting race for me in that point of view. If we're talking, I'm happy taking on Pooley or looking around. I'm not taking on Pooley with strength, yep. um, but Pooley's 340, Devoted Stars 230. There's got there's got to be some value in these markets. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking a little bit outside um, the box here, and I love that you've slammed her into the to the 1-1. One, one. But um, Ted Martinovich and Jade McNaught, it's a, it's a jockey that's on fire, and it's a stable that's on fire as well. Now, Regal Magic, First up, came out of the same race as Pure Devotion did. I reckon she just about wins that if she doesn't get chopped out by comes the time um, with about 100 to go. If she doesn't win, she finishes a full length closer and is beaten a long head type thing. Um, she had to change direction at the 100, and, and that was probably over the unsuitable 1,000 metres as well. So I was... I think Regal Magic's a horse that is continually getting under our guard and, mm. and we're probably not allowing for the improvement that's coming in her career. Even if you look at late last prep, she sat three deep outside the speed. Tough. Um, she was super tough going down to Depara midweek. She then came out. Lucy put her in a great spot from the same alley she's got today, uh, landed in the 1-1, and she was too good for no surrender, who I think – I think uh, What About Moses might have been third in that Yeah, race. exactly right. What About Moses obviously went on to win the country championship yeah. final. So it was um, – it's really strong form. What I saw first up was was huge. It was just it was just huge, and I think Jade also probably made a bit of a blue by letting um, one runner in. I can't think of its name right now. Uh, in front of her, and she ended up a spot further back than she probably wanted to be as well. So look, just just was that the horse of Peter's mythical view? Yes, mis yeah. mystical view. Mystical yeah. view. Yeah. It was. Yeah. So um, I I just think that in a race where there's a lot of knocks uh, and i want to be looking around the speed horses i want to be looking around the horse that's going to be last in devoted star i simply can't back a polo <laughs> if you if you want to find a nonny even though one five starts ago uh that that is apollo and apollo is going super yeah. there's actually there's no real reason he can't run a big race here but everything to me comes back to a horse who i think is improving every prep and looking at her first up run uh, she's improved once again, and that's that's Regal Magic, and and we're easily seeing the price here. There's double figures each way available, VJ. So mm -hmm. um, if we can get her somewhere near the one one, um, yeah, I'd be tickled pink, and I reckon um, she can run a big big race. I think she'll be better further she goes, but um, this could be a really nice setup for her on the fifty six kilos. Very good. Yeah, tricky little races. Uh, I think Paulie's a really really smart sprinter, uh, but Darren Tully doesn't isn't phased by this horse carrying weight. He has one with 61.5 and 60.5 in the past, carried 60 to win last start. That was off a 41-day break. Uh, I imagine naturally he's going to come forward off that. I think he's got a clue, Darren Taylor. I like like some of the stuff he's doing with his horse. He's got a horse in later in the day called Lady Duckworth, who's a promising stayer as well. So He does have a clue, doesn't mm, he? Very sharp operator. Yeah, I like some of his stuff. So uh, Paulie out in front rolling along. We're get get, going to get a really good guide as to um, as to where he's at as a racehorse. And uh, Mitchell Pateman's a good booking for mine. So whatever wins is going to have to get past Pooley. Who's the horse that's going to be strong enough to, to get past Pooley for mine? And, um, and yeah, Terry could be onto something there with, with Regal Magic. And I just like some of the runs that Agent J put in last prep. Was a horse who I didn't have a huge opinion of, but ran some really good races. And you got to remember, she ran fifth, Sat outside leader and ran fifth in the Cryptic Love, that famous Cryptic Love race. Mm -hmm. Who ran second in that race was Salaya. Salaya. Third in that race was Lars Milan. Fourth was Comfort mm -hmm. Me. AJ ran fifth. Who, who was, was sixth? sixth? 
uh, was that Cousin Ivan? Yes. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. So uh, Agent J. Like, you are this week's mastermind. <laughs> Thanks, Terry. Um, get that $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring Hotel. Agent J has some a uh, bit more quality than I thought and worked hard outside leader in that comes a time race, was pushed along by Keshaw Do Run. If he decides to do pop, run, 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 to do, do run, 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 run. If Keshaw decides to take the sit, Agent J could be in a good spot if Pooley and OBH uh, wear themselves out. Um, did you see that race yesterday? I think this is an extreme example of that. Was the uh, the Native Chimes race with Jet Stanley yeah, just sat, sat a, stalking the speed? It was and, actually the only race. So I didn't do. You didn't ask. But I'm going to tell you a story anyway. <laughs> uh, I was one race short of getting more done before the odds went up. So um, I would. I reckon I would have found the horse that was well backed and beaten. So I was probably. I got away with one. But um, halfway through that race, I just thought, Oh, geez, you don't want to be on this well backed favourite here. There's the separation. The um, yeah, just yeah. You could just see so far out that there was only one so, winner. Some of the hoops, race, some of the hoops were pulling a few Zeds back in the field, weren't they? Hey? Yeah, well, I think it was um, who was Peter Nucky on the Oxbridge. Yeah, maybe Oxbridge just wouldn't go. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. haven't actually watched the replay, so I yeah. can't, can't comment on. Yeah, that. it's it's almost like it was like oh, hang on, and then within a stride there was six or seven lengths between third and fourth. And that was, can oh, happen on slightly yeah. rain affected going where you see bigger separation in the yep. margins, like you see it on the dirt often yep. as well. Um, but yeah, I felt a bit for Pikey and Raquel Williams there because their horse ended up in no man's land. Still probably didn't let down. Yeah, um, didn't, win, didn't win the second group moment. either. But yeah. it's they're the type of races like you review and you go and you look for the best runs out of the race. You're sometimes just better pretending that race didn't occur, mm. you know. But um, no, good on Paige Kenny though for getting a horse that um, Justin Warwick and Peter Fernie both struggled to um, to get much out of to, to win a race. So yeah, and another, another winner and for uh, Tucker Hyde. Another winner for Jet. Yes, another winner for for the Jet Jet. All right, so for me, race five, Paul Lee, and I'm sort of leaning to, a little bit towards Agent J as a possible uh, thorn in the side of Paul Lee, and the guru is uh, is liking what he's seen from uh, Regal Magic first up, and hopefully jams her into the one-one. I like the uh, I like you jamming her in there, BJ. That's uh, yeah, that's a nice spot. So yeah, Regal Magic each way. Island Missile I've got at seven fifty, mm. eight bucks, um, far better than the the form reads on paper from Barrier One. Get it a nice. Uh, Economical little uh, running transit. It's currently fifteen bucks. That's over my price. I'll be I'll be chopping out there. But um, just a race. I'm going to look to play around the favourites. And um, yeah, I think Regal Magic could be one on the rise. Race six is the Byron Bay Premium Lager Handicap. We spoke to Simon A. Miller earlier mm -hmm. in the show. If you missed that, jump onto the full-length edition of the One One. You can catch our chat with Simon. And we spoke about this as a match race between. Pans down, who would be chasing a fifth win on the trot, and Nero Dio, who was uh, victorious in a almost identical race to this uh, two weeks ago. Terry Nero Dio versus Pans down, uh, sharp sprinters, the pair of them, both with uh, very very bright futures. Which way are you leaning? Uh, as as I uh, bluntly told Simon earlier, uh, I'm definitely with Nero Dio. Uh, one of the better bets on the card. In saying that, BJ, in saying that, Pans Down has won its last four. We had a good feel. Uh, we had a good bet first up uh, at a short price in the country when um, winning uh, when winning a zero metro win. But since then, I, I've always been, and it's it's all been pretty price related for me. I've always been willing to sort of take him on. While you've always been. Very much we're following up, we're following up, we're following up, and you've been bang on with pans down every single time. So it's a horse that I clearly 
consistently take a little bit lightly. Um, this is a big step up in grade and you'll say, well, it beats this little test year last time out. But that was a, a funny old race where this little test year, Acker and Manchula cooked each other in front and nothing else ran on. And like, uh, Long Beach was three wide, no cover. Yeah, it, was a, it was a bit of a gift. The 2.6 lengths looks probably better than it was, if that makes sense. I agree. When I was, but it was still very When nice. I was reviewing the race, I thought, oh, hang on, this – was a gift. Yeah. Just the way the race was run, but it still had to let down as well as it did. But this was it was also the first time that Pans Down was able to get outside of runners this prep. Its three previous wins had to sort of um was Gates of Babylon in that race? Yes. Yeah, that yeah. was the that was the ride of the day yeah. from Paddy Carr. Right? Yeah. So first up, second up, third up was in uh, I think first up got the cutaway at Bunbury. Second up, third up had to kick up underneath horses and um, follow the rail basically. Got chopped out a few times. Too. And it, but it was interesting interesting to see when Pans down was able to get outside horses, how powerfully he was able yep. to let down. So I think there's a, there's a bit in that, and we saw a bit there from Graceful Girl last Saturday. Just a little digression here. Good horses who can who can ele- who can sprint underneath horses. Okay. It's such a good sign. When it's Grace, not a true racehorse. Yeah, it, we'll talk about one in race eight later. It, who's, a, who's a true racehorse that can sprint underneath horses and get through gaps? Champ, the champ. Yeah, so it's it's a it's a good weapon to have, and it's a sign of a horse with with um with pretty good, with a good level of talent who can who can win coming underneath horses. So pants down, showing that, and he, then he showed last start what he can do when he's given a bit of galloping room and in a suitable map. So he's done. He's passed a few tests this preparation. He's only three. The camp. On fire, Paddy Carberry rides this horse well. I think Pans Down is really going to serve it up to Nero Dio, who is certainly no slouch. But uh, I'm narrowly siding towards Salmon A, Pans Down. Yes, I uh, I won't be blaming anybody that goes that way. Um, look, for me, I just think that there's a few more runs on the board coming up to this. It's a 78 plus sort of category. Uh, Nero Dio, I mean Nero Dio. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Uh, looks. Just sometimes horses Black. look well-weighted. Black God. Black God. Yeah. Just looks well-weighted. Uh, obviously, that's not how it works. It works on a on a scale and a point system. But, I mean, Highland Beat had the claim last start, doesn't now. This will test you racing slightly out of its grade. Um, so they're, they're the main ones. I mean, we've got Dreams gets the, gets the nice weight swing, um, but there's obviously question marks on. She's probably going to have to race in the breeze with Madame Torio in this race. Yep, that's probably the first question to ask you, BJ. Do you think there's any chance we've got Dreams can get across um, the the do run and Alan combo of Madame Torio with the 51? If she was going better, I'd say yes. But the way that I think she's, she's beginning well enough. Yeah, but, she, but she's just not sustaining it. So maybe they need to just – just come back a peg and and sort of uh, put her in the brace. Well, Com- just with comfortability, yeah. just accept it almost pre race. Yeah, accept it. Uh, I think Madame Torio with Kishore drawn underneath. We've got dreams. Would be very reluctant to to, oh, to yeah. allow. We, we we've got dreams to cross. I don't think Marty's put um, Kishore onto. <laughs> To uh, fornicate the spiders. spiders. <laughs> no, I think he's. I think he'll be having a bit of a go here. So, um, yeah. Look, I'm with Nerodio. The 57 and a half Earth Pan down 55. I just think there's too much, uh, too much quality uh, with Nero Dio. Um, one horse who I think they're they're Adam's doing a really good job with, and he probably isn't going to get the credit for is this little testure. The mm-hmm. fact that it's um, able to take a sit last start and run a reasonable last 200 like that, it's a horse I never imagined being in a finish unless it was leading, unless she was leading. So, yeah, um, it was, well, And I think this looks a great map for her, by the way. It's I always think she fit- comes across parked right behind either Madame Toro. We've got dreams. And she'll be the first one to get clean air and see the judge. One, one. But it's just whether she can hold out pans down and Nero Dio, which I don't think she'll be able to. Throughout her short career – 
this will test her. It's been feast or famine with her. Uh, she's either gone electric or she's gone horrible. But her last couple has, oh, hang on. Like she's actually, she's got some continuity in her racing. She's getting some consistency in her racing. Um, yeah, and she she might, it's funny you say because she's always very heavily supported, but this might be, she might be one that gets under the guard on Saturday Touch. So, um, but for me, I'm pretty keen, hands down again. All right. Pretty keen. Yeah. Oh, I like that. All right, let's move on. Race number seven, the Crown Perth handicap over the, the 1,600 metres. Uh, interesting, the return of 651 days. Whatever happened to him? Whatever happened to him. Uh, Zara tight, eight starts, four wins, three seconds. Very, very sharp conveyance. BJ, and uh, I think for Bob to, to hang on that long, oh, insane. That is a fairly patient man. Bob mm-hmm. is in no rush. Um, definitely one they have an opinion of, but, um, yeah, great to see him back at the races. Yes, yes. I think punters are still uh, licking their wounds after that Apprentices' Cup defeat. That was the last time Zara Tite was yeah. at the races. <laughs> the things that stay in your mind. That was uh, Noir Derue and Jade McNaught and Zara Tite on Brody. Uh, Brody Kirby, and I was fair to say that Zara Tite was a little bit stiff on that occasion. Mm. So, but uh, he's obviously had some significant issues since then, and that was uh, so that'll be 651 days between runs. Uh, but he's been brought along slowly and looked back, um, stretching out nicely in his recent Lycoo 1400 meter barrier trial victory under William Pike. But you imagine from gate 11, the outside of this uh, 11 horse field, that he'll be getting back and, and running on. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how well he hits the line. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll be happy if they can sort of pass four or five on the way home, finish midfield. That'll be a great result. Um, yeah. I don't have him as any part of this race at all, to be honest with you. It looks to me like it's going to be a really slack speed. Um, it actually threw me off. I mean, I, I've gone into this race going, right, how short can I get out of that queen? You know, yeah. I'm thinking, how short can I get it? But BJ, I have this I have this tremendous fear. First of all, the one thing I, I think we're getting wrong with Aberdeen Queen, because I'm obviously a sharper operator than Lindsay Smith, is that <laughs> I think it's a sprinter. I don't know why they keep trying to get her up in trip. I, I really think her best trip will be 12 to 1,400 metres. I think the the turn of foot she has, she loses a little bit the further she goes. Um, but I have this I have this grave, grave, grave fear, BJ, they're going to roll forward with Aberdeen Queen. And I think the moment she rolls forward, she loses her greatest asset. That's just my great fear. Cash Tell out. me it won't happen. Cash out if she rolls forward. Unfortunately, Betfair don't have that option, unfortunately. But. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't – that crossed my mind, but I suspect Otherwise, that, I suspect they'll, be, they'll be looking to tag Naughty by Nature. How? Because it's such a – this should be a tight map because Starline isn't the quickest beginner, yep. but it's your obvious leader. Caragenia Aurora perhaps goes to the breeze. Maybe yeah. they think it's time to go forward. Let's roll forward. No, they've been Aurora. really positive with Playa Marika this prep. I think with Lacto on board, they'll yep. roll. Yep. And the low weight. Yeah, yep. I, I can see that occurring. Did peak last start, though, whether they just say with a lighter weight, do we want to hold it up for one run? I think, um, I think that's why. There's options. Yeah. This, this is a map you could throw a few different things out there. But they're, they're the two I have potentially breezing. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I, I just I felt this was – a difficult, difficult, difficult-looking sort of map. For I know, I know claim. what you're saying, but I, the run that she sustained last start was incredible. And if they, if this is a, a race where they sort of meander uh, through the through the middle stages, then I think she'll. Chris Parnham will somehow find a way to 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 track Naughty by Nature, and even he can even go a little bit earlier, um, especially if they don't if they are walking. 
in in a way than um, and she, what she showed last start the the thousand meter run that she was able to sustain was um, if she can bring that to this mile race on Saturday she's going to be hard to hold out I think yeah it's I think I've just got Aberdeen Queen for you. Uh, Aberdeen Queen um, what do you call it fatigue yeah uh, like she's she's won five of sixteen it's a pretty good career record but she could have easily won eight or nine there's a couple of times we just don't know how close she would have gone behind Soleil how close was that she would have gone okay behind. was that her best run the other day ever. Yeah, the one thing I'll say about that run is he jagged her so hard out that she wasn't asked for anything till the straight. Um, and it was a wet day. She was able just to continue her work for the entirety straight 400 Un- Uninterrupted. Yeah. yeah. So, my, my, look, my concern here is if she lands in the breeze and Naughty by Nature tags her, I think Naughty by Nature will Wins. probably get yeah. past her. Just, that's, just what, that's just my nagging thought here is, is are they going to think about that? Because they have gone forward in the past and there was a horse called um, – Bombay style, it got past her. But it was a good. She ran a good number that day and everything. But I just, I just think she loses a little bit of her. Yeah, a little bit of her, um, her greatest asset if she rolls forward. So, so do, I, you, do you think it's a clash, clash between the two mares, Naughty by Nature yeah, and Aberdeen Queen? And is there any a third party who can be? Yeah. There, it's a race where there are third parties. Yeah. Like Star Alone gets soft. I don't think it's got the class. Son of Bacchus, I thought Sean O'Donnell just fell asleep yeah. last start on the yeah. rail. I don't know what he was doing, to be honest. Paul Harvey on from that barrier. He can probably tag Star Alone, and he's yeah. probably one that can just about win again, Son of Bacchus. Um, but, yeah. yeah, look, not to be missed, I thought it was super last start, um, held up at key moments. I just don't know if it can outsprint those two good mares, mm. giving them weight, uh, as much weight as he has to. So, yeah, for me, yes, long story short, BJ, I do think it's between those two. Um, I would have loved to have seen five bucks the pair yep. sort of go whack the queen more just for a mental health aspect and then save naughty by nature um but they're both around that four dollar mark currently so yeah i from a betting point of view this is this is a race where it's at a sticky point where i can't take anything now and i'm, I'm probably just gonna sort of hold i've marked them both three dollars eighty that's, I marked that's them, my I marked them both 350. okay yeah so there you go so yeah. yeah pretty similar type books so you're out the door with the rest of them then pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there's, there's uh, yeah, and I think the thing with Zaratot is, I reckon he, he's gonna he's gonna take up some some of the market, but he'll I, probably, I think by jump yeah. he'll be fifteen to one. Okay, yeah, right. I I I just know that like last prep, I've dutched Naughty by Nature and Aberdeen Queen like I reckon three times. Yeah, like this is just I've so done who, it too who, many who's times. Who's gonna be the rationale? Yeah, exactly right. Who's, 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 who's going to be well, the rationale? Yeah, as I said, it's not impossible that a few of them can be. And as you said, playing Marika, um, the way it loomed last start, it was going to win the race. Mm. Um, so it's really nice. You'd love to see Lactar on a horse like that because you're getting a big weight swing in your favour. So, yeah, look, think one think one of the two mares. Remember, they're $4.20 best across the board. I got them 380 95% market. So, yeah, the bets are there, but it's uh, there's just not enough in it to get yeah. too excited for me. But, um, yeah, one of the two. One of the two for me as well. I'd been a queen on top in the leg. I just couldn't believe how huge that run was last start. But in saying that, Naughty by Nature herself was three wide, no cover the entire, and just got over. She was over. a better run than leading girl. Yeah. It was four bucks in the in the period. Exactly, which is why this is such a, which a is, tough race to, which to is a joke price, t- tough uh, assignment to separate these two four year old mares. So, um, and the thing with Naughty by Nature is, I've just she, she's. She's just going to – she feels like she's going to be a really, really good horse, but will she ever become a really, really good horse? She's, uh, an, al- this is, like she's an almost. She's an almost. My old man used to call Lash Hansen an almost. Yeah. Like uh, Justin Kaczynski, you know? An almost. An almost. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're saying, yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, this is probably her best – opportunity to win one this prep i think there's no leading girls in, in this as such so uh but yeah good clash naughty by nature aberdeen queen opinions will be 
divided. Mm-hmm. Race eight of the day. The feature is the Hyperion Stakes, the Group Three C Corp Hyperion Stakes, sixteen hundred meters standard weight for age. And Terry is declaring one here. Saddlecloth number six. Dig deep. No, he's uh, he obviously is a shareholder in the champ. Dig deep. One of our uh, the podcast pinup horse and. He was a slashing return in the Belmont Sprint with William Pike on board. Now, I guess the the big uh, question mark that hangs over the C-Corp Hyperion stakes is can the Velvet King do it again after his dominant Belmont Sprint victory? If he turns up breathing fire like he did on that day, geez, he's going to be hard to beat again, Guru. Yeah, it was really uh, interesting listening to Simon Miller earlier telling us, um, oh, geez, the, the real Velvet King turned up. Yeah. He, he knew that his uh, his couple of runners, Dance Music and Valarota, were run second and third. He knew they were probably cooked once that had occurred. So yeah. um, obviously the trainers know, um, well, everyone in West Australian racing knows the class that the Velvet King has, but um, can be a little bit uh, – in saying that, he doesn't put in too many bad ones. It's just that he can miss the step badly and, and he costs yourself the race. So, um, And it was interesting um, – you're talking to Mitch as well. Mitch said he still hasn't completely fixed up those barrier woes. Um, and from the inside gate, that could almost end up his undoing. Um, so from a speed, we'll start with the speed map here, BJ. I mean, <laughs> I, as, as you know, I love to start from the top. Yeah. I, I think Money Matters failed. Uh, so success, um, Northern Sprint ran third, went to super racing on top of the speed. Went super in the Roma Cup, went winning the Roma Cup, obviously, racing in the breeze and then um, failed last time out. I, I reckon... For a horse who's done his best racing out in front, even though he's not stepping, I think there'll be a real desperation to lead here. Um, I give him none, just yeah. to, to clarify. I give him absolutely none. But from a speed map point of view, I reckon they'll really, really show some I intense mean, what money happened matters. the other day? Just didn't money. jump well and Joey took a sit. It's actually, I, I think it's a really, it was a really good plan B ride if he goes and takes him on. Didn't, he was beaten 10 lengths. If he goes and takes him on, he's probably beaten 20. So yeah, just didn't turn up. Yeah. What happened to Massimo the other day? Do you, do you forgive him because it was a hot tempo and he had to take that sit and similar to Sun Sun? Because it was a similar setup to Sun Sun. Everyone, right everyone was saying how lucky he tempo. was in the Roma Cup and I didn't even think he was going that good, Massimo. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He set a record two days later. In that trial. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. It was – I don't really – both those horses have got me scratching my head at the moment. But that, the, the, the thing that they do do is they are key to the speed map. That's, well, that's, that's it for me as well. I'm not really considering either of the pair here in that sense. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd money matters um, rolling hard to get to the top. I think dance music is the one that's most reliable out the gates. But yep. I think Brad Parnham will, will be content sitting if he can. He'd love to sit rather than lead him up. But I think he'll also be – Happy leading him up. If that's how it eventuates, and money matters is slowly away again. Um, the Velvet King from from that gate is such an interesting beginner because um, he's one that Mitchie needs to give a kick to sort of dig up and get into the race. So I think he might almost end up in the same spot he did in last year's Hyperion yeah. with, um, on the back of the leader, yep. just about. I agree. Um, that's where I had him as well. The map's got a few sort of nuances about it, this map that could end up anyway. He could bomb the start horribly and he ends up four back defence, you know. Or he could end up in front. Or he could, 100%, 100% he could end up in front. Like, listening to Mitch again, it's really interesting. He knows he's suspect of the mile. Mm. I, I don't think he's as suspect as they think he is at the mile. I think that's probably uh, a little bit um, – He might be suspect in a railway. Compar- yes, exactly This right. isn't a railway though. Exactly yeah. right. Comparative to the 1400, yeah. he's suspect, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then I had Dig Deep. If Chrissy Parnham can, can rub Dig Deep up out the gates, and I think he'll know where the Velvet King is. I don't, I don't think it's impossible mm. that we can have the back of TVK. Mm. What do you reckon? 
Are you, are you getting excited? I'm just saying, is that is that how you are you mapping me? That's exactly how I had it. Well, it's all over there, isn't it? Good. That's game set match. Mm. We move on to race nine. <laughs> that's all she wrote. Honestly, from there though, that's that's that's. Uh, I that's think I think map. everyone wants to know what did you price dig deep? I got dig deep six bucks. Six bucks. Well, I've okay. actually got. I thought five, I actually thought you'd. Know, I've actually got dig deep five eighty. <laughs> so. I thought you were actually going to say shorter. So yeah. no, okay. no, I got dig deep five eighty. But, but, but I've, I've also King. told the lads the current eleven dollars. I think we might see better. Okay, Velvet King. I don't think it's probably the time to jump in yet. Uh, Velvet King, I was 4.20. The inside gate just worried me and the reliability issues. Um, I could have had the Velvet King shorter, definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, just just a reliability issue from the Actually, inside. Ali. I feel like I'm often happy because the Velvet King was a big result for his last start. And I'm, I'm often, I don't know, sometimes yeah, you don't just want to follow up on the horse for the yeah. sake of That's probably the biggest rule I have in punting yeah. is not following up on a horse for the sake of following up on a horse. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think the Velvet King's the the best credential. The Ranger in the week assists, um, but it could just end up a sticky map. And I'll, I'll ask you one question, and I think you're going to answer the Velvet King here. But dig deep on the back of the Velvet King, the Velvet King they peel out. Dig deep follows him everywhere they go. They level up with two hundred to go. Who wins? Velvet King. Oh, that's. See, I disagree. I disagree. At weight for age, I'm, I'm not biased at all either. No, look, it'd be it'd be a war. That's for sure. I wouldn't say I would, it would be a war. Would be yeah. a war but uh, if it would you, be dream horse, it'd be war horse. Exactly, it'd be it'd be a two horse war down the uh, down the Belmont Street. But uh, look, I, I spoke to you off air about my prices, and I didn't have them in front of me. I actually marked Dig Deep six fifty. Oh, so it was three twenty five Velvet Jam, Dig Deep six fifty, and Dance Music six fifty. Yeah, I dance music at the same price. Yeah, as Dig Deep Valor Road, my fourth elect. Are you going to say to me how have you got them all so short, Terry? Um, you've got them all very thin. There must be something that's out of the market. Price you got leading girl? Thirteen dollars. Thirteen? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'm twenty one. Yeah. So um yeah, just don't think she's that good. Had leading girl du- double double uh double dig deep and double um yeah. dance music. Yeah, I look, look I, I really like leading girl, but she's gonna be last. She's not good enough. Going to be last, first crack at weight for age, second up. She went. She fell in over. I mean, don't she should improve from the first up run. Yeah, but she, naughty by nature, sat deep. The trip gave her the cart into it, and um, and she she fell in. Yeah, Pike gave her a ten. That was with state attorney with Bob getting a hand with state attorney out in front pressuring Captain King, putting a bit more tempo into it. Oh dearie me. Yeah. But, yeah, one thing you need to be very careful about is taking on a Cerise and White up and come up. It's, um, no, we've got to take her on here and we've got to take her on at $4.20. Can't. Like, at yeah. $4.20. Yeah. Grow up, grow up market. Yeah. I reckon Pikey had his, I reckon if he really gunned ahead at his choice here. Yeah. He's on the champ, I reckon. Yeah. So, so Pikey, Pikey but was Bob very. Bob butters his bread. Pike was very apologetic post Belmont sprint, wasn't he? It was, yeah. Pike's, um, oh, he's great in that sense. Um, a couple of times he's been apologetic, actually, but I don't think he did a huge amount wrong. But he said he should have sat deep the trip and he would have run a clear second. Um, yeah, he said the horse felt great. The big thing we dig deep and the one thing I really like here, and you've got to remember, I know I'm an owner and the last thing you ever want to do in punting is listen to an owner because their horses are never going to lose. Mm. But I think, BJ, knowing me, as you do, I'm fairly pessimistic uh, a lot of the time. I often price dig deep significantly, even when he's won, significantly longer than the prices he goes around at. Um, and I think I have the ability to somewhat price it um, biasly. Um, but 
Last time we went around off a of freshen up was in the Bunbury Stakes. We should have run a clear second to Western Temple. When we missed the kick, we were in no man's land. We're never going to catch a horse that was just flying out in the breeze. Um, game over. We then come out in the Grandstand Cup um, when we were, uh, we've knocked off Samazdat and then we should have won the old comrade at our, our, our following start as well. So it's a similar setup there. there. There had to have been benefit derived, I think, more from Dig Deep than a lot of other horses. Having that little freshen up first up will fresh into the 1400. Um, I, I, yeah, I just think we really tick a lot of boxes here. And if we can get the back of the Velvet King and Money Matters doesn't stop on us and we end up in the wrong line and it ends up being horses coming out wide, um, yeah, I, I think that um, I think that we can play a massive part in this and stamp ourselves as a railway stakes. I agree. Team. I agree. I uh, it's it's hard going on the going towards the Velvet King after I was where I missed him first up, but he just. He just showed that he had recaptured that form. So really, I'm, I'm not stubborn enough to say that it was a it was a fluke, and that I, I'm confident that he can hold that that rating through to the to the Hyperion. Uh, last season, he ran second in the Belmont Sprint, then he, uh, second in the Roma Cup, second in the Belmont Sprint, second in the Hyperion. So when he, he's a good horse, when he holds form, he's very consistent. Going to get all the favours from the low draw, I, I imagine, as long as he begins well. So he stands out as the horse to beat for me, and that's quite obvious and that's what most people will have if he gets beat it's going to be one of either dance music or dig deep for mine yeah i dance music um five dollars eighty as well so yeah. the nine bucks is a, is a bet for me i'd valor road 750 it's nine that's not a bet as much that's touch and go uh one other horse or well, first of all i'm expecting big improvement kc if you're looking at the the profile from last campaign kc um went absolutely shocking first up and then blows them second up Favorite so look, can, look for improvement man. there i don't know if uh she'll be winning but look for improvement from kc and um come play with me eight starts at belmont for seven wins and a third mm. just a horse that might slip under the radar there yep. a little bit i think i'll come play on a wet track and if money matters does stop dead out in front and and the leaders are pushing velvet king dig deep even dance music backwards a little bit and they're fighting down the outside you put come play with me next to leading girl sprinting together i want to be on come play with me and you know who's a, i've just basically you, made sure leading girl wins his race you know who's right? a tinny jockey when they get in a bit of form mm. jade mcnaught so once once she gets her, her tail up and is uh, got got that confidence going then she, just, pick up then, then she she rides winners in waves, does mm. Jade. So um, yeah, yeah going to be interesting. And 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 yeah, as you mentioned, KC, terrific. I think she's unbeaten second up uh, in that race last year. What was it, Lestia? She knocked off uh, last. Yeah, she beat Red Can Man. And just a side note, Red Can Man trialed at Terrelgan uh, during the week Terrelgan. on on Monday for new, dog, has it? new trainer David Brideyoke, and um, he will be more than likely racing first up at Flemington on June 19 and next Saturday. Oh. Keep an eye out for the red can. There you go. Mm. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. Same owners, obviously. Same owners, yeah. yeah. You're just going over there for have a little look-see. Yeah, good. Is that that rating where you got to go and have a whip, don't you? There's a couple of nice races coming up. It's called the Victorian Sprint Series. So mm -hmm. he can go around. He'll be going down the straight at Flemington for two starts, mm. hopefully. So... Uh, Jamie Carr. Often you go straight after a couple of red cans, is yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Carr to ride as well. So oh. look out. Um, but yes. You always uh, want car on your horse, don't you? You do. What about this Belmont Sprint dig deep? Yeah. Well, again, we, if we're purely working on the way we work and, and its pricing, it's, yeah, we've got dig deep six bucks or so, and um, he's double that. So it's it's each way all day. Um, yeah, probably just need to go wins, though. That's probably mm. waste putting on the place dividend. Chris Parnham, good you. booking as well. Yes, no, very happy with the booking of uh, of, of Chrissy Parnham. So, um, yeah, dig deep each way for me.
Okay. I've got the Velvet King on top. As I said in the leg up, if if there's for mine, there's two horses that can knock off the Velvet King. It'll be Dig Deep or Dance Music. Not Valerodum. Sorry to be queer on the mile. I Valerod is was the n- next horse in line, basically. So yeah. I had I grouped so I went Velvet King one out, grouped, dig deep, dance music, next cab off the rank was uh Valerod and then leading girl. Yeah. Yep. Okay, BJ, it is now time for the Get Out Stakes. S-T-E-A-K-S. I'm not sure why I just went to an all-timer slow pace there, but so the Get Out Stakes proudly brought to us by... Market City Meats, oh. largest retail butcher shop in Perth. Timmy? Timmy Hewitt. Uh, Timmy. You, you can find Timmy out in Andy's team out at the Canning Vale Markets out there on uh, Bannister Road. Drop in, swing past the uh, the team there at Market City Meets and they'll look after you, that is for sure and certain. And we have this uh, extremely popular Get Out Stakes competition. Terry, congratulations to last, well, episode 79 winner. Do you know who it was? Riley.Morgan. Ah, oh, I, I did see his, I loved his tweet, I think I won the stakes. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh dear, I enjoyed that one. Yes, no, Riley, too good. Friend of the podcast, Riley Morgan, who uh, has joined us here on a, on a preview operator. in the past in our Young Gun WA, Rising, WA Racing Rising Stars series. Riley was a part of that, and uh, he has now won two Get Out Stakes. He was um, he was nearest the pin with his Comfort Me selection in the last, last Saturday. Yes. Um, no, he did extremely well, Riley. Well overdue. Yeah. Bit of meat. Yeah. Bit of meat. For the young fella. Bit of meat for the young fella. Exactly. So to be in the running for a gourmet beef package from Market City Meats to enter this week's Get Out Steaks, hit us up on Twitter at The11Pod. Let us know who you think will win race nine of the day at Belmont this coming Saturday, as well as a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. Some people are still sending through like written margins, Terry, and it's, I don't know if they're, if they're trolling me or what's going on, but keep, if, do, keep doing it. If if you so. ca- but you can't win if you do that. It's the, 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 the conditions of the competition are stipulated very clearly. So no half heads, no long noses, no trying to be clever, two decimal places, Guru. Good stuff. All this, right. this is as firm as BJ gets. I like it. I'm just, well, I just don't want floor, someone, the floor is yours. I don't want someone to win and then have a written margin, and we have to like disqualify. And then there's a stewards inquiry, and it just gets messy after that. So um, don't forget, of course, this week, Terry, or every week on the Get Out Stakes, the Sam White rule. First in, best past the post. Exactly. Now, BJ, uh, we have a big, uh, a big old field of stayers to finish the day off here. Um, this is this has got Perth Racing Guru vintage nah. Perth Racing Guru vibes to it. This this stain race, nah, yeah, yeah. Where's yeah. Sax on Sax off or something like that? Bonneville Blacks here, yeah. yeah Bonneville Blacks here. This has a bit of a, uh, a bit of a quirkiness to it that we uh, haven't. Um, we simply haven't seen enough from Bonneville Black to to get excited. But um, there was a reasonable amount of speed. Aragain has come out. Uh, I can. Oh, it's come see. out. Okay. Yeah, Aragain is uh, Aragain is Ara. Not again yep. in this race. Uh, but look, from the widest gates, you've got Midnight Banquet and Uncle Lino, Lino, and they're both going to be attempting to roll forward. They're both going to battle late. So this, to me, straight away looks like a race where they'll go at a reasonable tempo with the speed coming from out wide from Natasha Faithful and Shelby Bowtell, and they're going to be two leaders who will be gone very early doors. So I'd suspect this will be a mess on straightening. Um, 
And I am very, very keen on, um, very boringly, very keen on Born to Try here. Uh, the current price, I thought we'd see a little bit, a little bit more meat juice. But I think McManus went up three eighty this morning, uh, which was closer to it. But even then, I thought we might see that across the board. Um, Born to Try has just been a revelation, and I don't think we quite realised how good it's gone since going to Lindsay Smith. Um, it's had the seven goes room for two wins, four seconds, and a fourth. That fourth was the that day at Pinjarra when Pikey rode him first up, hugged the cold rail the whole way through. It was probably starting his best run for mm. Smith. And four, like, all four seconds, he probably could have won him just about on <laughs> different days. She, she could have won him on different days. Um, I'm really big on taking on horses at their first go at the staying trip. She stepped up to the staying trip last campaign, um, circled the field and re reliable star who obviously made that form look pretty good. Got the nice rails run uh, mm -hmm. on a day where the rail was red hot at Bunbury. We were out there for the day, actually, BJ. Yep. Um, I think we were both on Reliable Star. We were. So that was a good finish to the day. We won the last of Esperance that day. Oh, well, I don't know because I wasn't on it. Oh. I remember now. I don't know the horse's name. Oil but it was, skin. Huh? Oil, skin. oil skin. Oil skin. That's right. Jeez. I still have nightmares about that. Yeah, actually. oil skin. I walk us all day. Yeah. So no matter what happens today, all, we just have to worry about oil skin the last... Anyway, uh, huge. Went uh, went huge. First go staying trip. Um, Lindsay obviously knew that this was going to stay. Um, I think the issue with this horse when it was with Bross Price was a reliability issue. Uh, often would would run a bolter and then come out and do nothing at its next start. So it hasn't had those same reliable reliability issues with Lindsay. Uh, this prep... Uh, went around at the 1400. Chris Parnham just got out of his ground a little bit behind Fiery Water. Um, was huge to the line. Pikey then... Really had to lift her against yep. Bollinger Boy second up. I think that was that little bit of a flat run she can put in second up, but she was still good enough to get the job done. Uh, she was pretty well in the market, 1,600 up to 2,100, which I always think is a bit of a risk. Realistically, the winning, the reason that she ran second was because Clint Johnston Porter got the run when Chris Parnham didn't. Yep. Um, she had to chop off heels at the- CJP went outside and born to try when it Yeah, exactly so right. Long. It was just a yeah, sliding doors moment. It, if, some weeks he go the other way and uh, and born to try is the one that gets the bickies. Um, but this is the first time, because it's only had the two goes at the staying journey, that she gets a consecutive go to staying journey. She's got that run to ground her. There's plenty of speed on. The two biggest fancies, Blackwater Bay and, um, well, two are two of the bigger fancies, Blackwater Bay and Secret Pearl are drawn directly outside of her. So Pikey could potentially follow one of them, Secret Pearl, I'd say, um, or he can just park in and he can just be smart about his ride. He can be patient from his gate. Um, and I think the kilo and a half she gets on Blackwater Bay is everything here. And um, I'm really keen that Pikey gets the job done on a, what I think is a progressive stayer who's now finally got a grounding at the journey and should be able to put her best foot forward here bj yeah, another two horse race we've had quite a few of them on hyperion stakes day uh which way are you going to go born to try or blackwater bay terry's gone born to try and i can completely understand why i'm going to go blackwater bay my reasoning being is that i think that this horse has got a higher ceiling than born to try he has sort of been a real slow burn for Durant. Always looked a horse with plenty of like raw ability, but he took him down to Albany and he knocked off a couple of warriors down there, um, and in chasing chaos and a couple of the the great southern battlers. And, but he he just he did it so well, and then he came to town. Did get a lot of favors from a low draw with a low weight and made the most of that. But I believe that he can improve even further. Off that, off that win, he was a mile to sixteen. Uh, he was sixteen hundred to twenty one hundred meters as well, and um, it was just 
it was just it's been good to see him hit the line and really let down like he's, he's starting to believe that he can he can let down and and lengthen and and um and accelerate so uh, Adam Durant as well over, over a staying trip. I think Clint Johnston-Porter will be following William Pike everywhere he goes on Born to Try. I think they're going to be stalking one another. Just with Born to Try drawn inside Blackwater Bay, I'm, I'm assuming that. Could come down to the right again, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, I'm assuming that not much between Born them. to Try will settle a pair in front of Blackwater Bay. And um, But, yeah, it's a flip of the coin, really, if we if we drill down on it. But for mine, I just, I just have a sneaking suspicion that Blackwater Bay, there's more to come, there's better to come for Blackwater Bay. And uh, I think that he can elevate to a even higher level and uh, and get the job done on Saturday. Big watch on Lady Duckworth as well. This this horse was coming off, off, a, off a decent break. Another Darren Taylor runner uh, was well found in, in the market, has now won three three in a row over uh, 2019, Bunbury Maiden, 2300, Pinjaro Class 1 when she won by panels of fencing and that was a was a good win aided, aided by a good ride last start. But um, she's a sparingly race staying mare on the rise and Lady Duckworth's a, a good third stringer in this staying race to finish the day. Yes, she's the up-and-comer we, we need to uh, to learn more about. Um, the one horse, I think you'll find that it's rare that we'll say Pikey made an error, but Pikey on Secret Pearl last start, Maserati took off for about the 700 or so, and Secret Pearl is a horse that can sustain a nice run, and Pikey opted to stay in with Secret Pearl. I think if Pikey gets going then, he actually wins that race over Blackwater Bay and born to try, and Secret Pearl gets about a five-kilo swing, well, a full five-kilo swing mm. on um, on Blackwater Bay, but I do think Secret Pearl loses a bit with Keshaw do run. It's a difficult ride for mm. Keshaw, so this isn't the race we're looking at. But if Kesh can find a three-wide line and take off when it all gets messy at the six seven hundred, use that little weight swing he's got on the fancy, Secret Pearl's one that can run a race, and it might get out to something silly on, on the exchange here. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm chips in, born to try in the last of the day. I'm going to back the wizard. It in okay after so, he's disappointed with his decision in the Hyperion. This will be some, yeah, this will be some. Uh, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be ruining that decision, yeah, well, yeah, he probably potentially get to make one, but yeah, he will be. Uh, Blackwater Bay for me, I will say we can't let uh, Black, Black Shadow off the hook here. I think that he they obviously made a made the right call by scratching him from that um, from that race where he was outgraded out of the handicap last Saturday. This is a more suitable race. If it does turn into a mess, like Terry Terry mentioned, some of the horses back in the field get cluttered up and there's there's uh, uh, some traffic issues for some of the fancies, then you know who's going to be Johnny on the spot in this situation. It's Black Shadow. He can bounce, settle in the first four. He's got a nice claim for Romoli, kept out of trouble. He just boxes boxes on and competes really well. And if the others are strung up looking for runs or getting, getting themselves into trouble, the horse that could take advantage of that would be the on-pace on runner, the very consistent Black Shadow. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Okay, Guru, it's time for our Betfair best betting proposition of Hyperion Stakes Day. Who have we got? Uh, born to try in the last. Um, yeah. Born to try? Born to try. All right, my Betfair best of the day. Uh, gained in confidence after our chat with Simon A. Miller. Race six. Number four, pans down. Pans down versus pans down. Nero Dio. Pans down is my There best. you go. Struggled for a best, but he's uh, he's the one that's come out. Very good. Well, I tossed up Born to Try Nero Dio, so I like that. Mm. I like that a lot. Um, Dig Date was stiff, though, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Cab off Three horse photo, yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> what is your Maddie Bernard? Well, 
I'll let you do your man because I think we have oh. the same, we're the same one. But I've 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 shifted gears. So you do yours first. Recharger. Recharger. Yeah. Get to the breeze. A race I think lacks depth. Um, yeah, as I said, I've got it twelve thirteen bucks. So the twenty six twenty seven. Have something small on. Okay, I think recharge is a uh, good good selection from a, a maddie madness point of view. Thank you. But after perusing the uh, the current markets, mm-hmm. I thought that uni time was a big price in the Hyperion stakes. Ran third in a railway uh, uh, over a mile, Ascot Mile last spring, and then was competitive enough at Wait for Age in the Kingston Town Classic. Wasn't a bad run at all in the Belmont Sprint. Uh, uni Time, the Sh- Sharon Miller has been popping up with a few winners recently. I wouldn't be surprised if Uni Time can run run a cheeky race. Currently $31, might even be longer at start time. Got home well on the, um, on the as Simon touched on earlier, on probably the inferior pad as mm-hmm. well along the rail. So might be a horse better suited to getting outside of runners. Um, your lay of the day. My lay of the day comes up in the first race one, number one, Fiery Water. Currently 440, 420, 450 around that mark. I can't believe that price. That's the that's the that's the pike price, yeah. I, I believe. But uh, he's uh, Fiery Water, my lay of the day. Yeah, right. Well, I'm tossing out between two William Pike runners as well. I'll go with Leading Girl. Uh, I've got a significant. You, you, you have absolutely talked this into a moral now, haven't you? <laughs> leading girl, brilliant. So I lady, I should have chosen devoted star, shouldn't yeah, I? Yeah. Just to just to give her, uh, yeah, a bit less of a chance. But no, leading girl. I just, just this is a this is just a massive. Um, yeah, a massive rise in uh, a massive rise in grade off some runs that I don't think have been um that impressive to be shorter than some of the horses she's shorter than so um leading girl very good terry uh and uh good luck with dig deep the champ on sunday thank you